a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. There we are. The big, the big welcome, the Avenger welcome to Inside Sources. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at Deseret News. Great to be with you today. And uh, that song, the Avengers song, is from a brand new album uh, being released by the Tabernacle Choir. Uh, the album is called When You Believe, A Night at the Movies. So Night at the Movies is what this is really all about. Later on in our program today, you don't want to miss this, we'll actually have Mac Wilberg and Scott Barrick will join us to talk about this new album. It's really fun. Uh, really some great uh, movie classics in there uh, from the Tabernacle Choir Show. We'll have them uh, joining us live at 11.35 today. We'll be playing little clips from uh, some of the uh, titles from the new album throughout the show today. So we're starting with the Avengers because we are all looking for heroes, and uh, we need to know where to look for those heroes. And as we roll into the long Memorial Day weekend, uh, we'll have a chance to talk about what that really means, who the heroes really are and why it's so important for us uh, to remember them. We'll also be joined uh, coming up here at 1120 by Jenny Taylor, uh, who has, uh, of course, uh, a story that many of us are familiar with, uh, her role and all she's doing to uh, help honor uh, the men and women in uh, our armed services and just for the great work she does in our community as well. So she'll join us at 1120, uh, and then we'll round out uh, our last show of the week. Uh, with uh, our tribute to some of our 2020 graduates. So you don't want to miss that coming up at 1150. As always, I want to hear what's on your mind today. So you can do that on our Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line, 57500. Again, 57500, uh, getting ready to roll into this Memorial Day weekend. And uh, I want us to to step back just a, a little bit and uh, think about uh, the day, Memorial Day, um, for many, it will start tomorrow with a uh, getaway Friday, and many will go all the way through Monday, Memorial Day. And it, it's interesting, uh, you know, the holiday used to be on the always on the 30th of May. And I, I remember uh, back in Washington, uh, you had Senator uh, Inouye from uh, Hawaii, uh, who was a veteran, by the way, and he... He was quite adamant about uh, changing that back to May 30th. And, of course, we realized the reason they do it on a Monday, it's part of that uh, act from, I think it was early 70s, uh, where they shifted all of those federal holidays to Mondays so they could have a long weekend. Uh, he felt that was wrong. And I can't say that I disagree with him. While it, it is nice to have it on a Monday and get the long weekend, he said it sort of defeats the purpose of what the holiday is really all about. And so uh, with that as a uh, backdrop and with that in mind, uh, you know, Memorial Day 2020 is going to be a little different uh, for most of us. Uh, and I do think that's appropriate. I think that's an important thing for us. Uh, the day, Memorial Day, it actually began as Decoration Day. 
Of course, it was designed as a day of remembrance and reflection in honor of those who died while serving uh, in the U.S. military. And very sadly, and I think this was Senator uh, Inouye's real issue, was that Memorial Day has just devolved from a, a deep-thinking, great, reflective day filled with gratitude into just the starting line for summer. It's more about, you know, is your grill clean? Is your pool furniture sprayed off? Is your pool ready to go? Uh, are you ready to have people over? Uh, and perhaps this year, perhaps a uh, pandemic version of Memorial Day will uh, restore some semblance of the original intent uh, and the reason that we remember. Uh, those of you who listen to this show know that uh, the word remember is a big deal to me uh, because I really believe there's nothing more important for our future than remembering where we've been and who led us here. Uh, it's been noted that a society that loses its ability to remember, to reflect, to revere heroic people and principles is in danger of losing a great deal more. Uh, or another way we like to say that is what we forget our children may never know, and what our children don't know, our grandchildren will never possess. Now, I was doing a little research yesterday and came across what has to be the best Memorial Day speech ever delivered. I'm going to go out on a limb on this one. Uh, it was uh, Oliver Wendell Holmes, uh, who many of you will recognize as one of our nation's great uh, Supreme Court justices. Uh, but Two decades before he was appointed to the Supreme Court, he actually gave a speech at a Remembrance Day in Keene, New Hampshire. So this was May 30th, 1884. Uh, also important to note that uh, Oliver Wendell Holmes was actually a Civil War veteran. I didn't realize that. Uh, and many, even back then, remember this is 1884, many had started to question, especially of the younger generation, why they needed to remember, why they needed a Decoration Day or a Memorial Day. And this is how Oliver Wendell Holmes answered the question. He said, the reason, and the question is, why should we continue to observe this day? He said, to the indifferent inquirer who asks why Memorial Day is still kept up, we may answer, it celebrates and solemnly affirms from year to year a national act of enthusiasm and faith. It embodies in the most impressive form our belief that to act with enthusiasm and faith is the condition of acting greatly. I love that. Think about it. Acting greatly by enthusiasm and faith is really what those who have died in service to country have done. It's exactly what they did. Those who acted greatly should not only be remembered and celebrated uh, they should be emulated, and we're going to continue to talk about that. Uh, and then really interesting, the future justice of the Supreme Court, he went on. He described a contagion. Get that. He was way ahead of the time in terms of uh, coronavirus. He described a contagion more powerful than any coronavirus and why all citizens must hope and encourage the spread of it to generations to come. Here's how he said it. Although desire cannot be imparted by argument, it can be a contagion. Feeling begets feeling, and great feeling begets great feeling. We can hardly share the emotions that make this day to us the most sacred day of the year and embody them in ceremonial pomp without, in some degree, 
imparting them to those who will come after us. And then he concluded this way. Again, this is Oliver Wendell Holmes. Every year in the full tide of spring, at the height of the symphony of flowers and love and life, there comes a pause. And through the silence, we hear the lonely pipe of death. But grief is not the end of all. I seem to hear the funeral march become a paean. I see beyond the forest the moving banners of a hidden column. Our dead brothers still live for us and bid us think of life, not death, of life to which in their youth they lent the passion and joy of the spring. As I listen, the great chorus of life and joy begins again. And amid the awful orchestra of seen and unseen powers and destinies of good and evil, our trumpets sound once more a note of daring, hope, and will. So remembering really does matter. Pausing uh, during this pandemically impacted Memorial Day to reflect on those who gave their lives in service, indeed to think on all, all who have lived and died and is noble and vital for all of us. If we listen closely, I think we can hear the trumpets of triumph urge us forward to better days. Think today about the extraordinary women and the exceptional men who've gone before us. Uh, upon whose shoulders we individually and collectively are able to stand. And as we often say here, we'd be wise to remember that the only reason we can stand on the shoulders of giants today is because they were willing to square their shoulders in critical times before. They didn't shrink. They didn't shirk their responsibilities. They answered the daring and clarion call of hope, and then they acted greatly. And it's the question. The question is, Will we? Ronald Reagan asked this question of the nation on a another epic speech on Memorial Day, 1982, at Arlington. Earlier today, with the music that we have heard and that of our national anthem, I can't claim to know the words of all the national anthems in the world, but I don't know of any other that ends with a question and a challenge as ours does. Does that flag still wave or the land of the free and the home of the brave? That is what we must do. That's President Ronald Reagan. Uh, and again, what a great thing to think about, that ours is probably the only anthem in the world that ends with a question. Oh, say, does that star-spangled banner yet wave or the land of the free and the home the brave. Great question to think about on this Memorial Day. More music from uh, Tabernacle Choir, new album coming out. It's movie night, and so we'll continue to focus on that. We've got Jenny Taylor joining us next. Stay with us here on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. 
That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.